Good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Thursday. It is January 12th. And uh, yesterday, not a bad day. We've managed to get to more good days than bad days this year so far. So, so that's a good way to start the year. But remember that uh, a lot of things that uh, happen down the road are going to be based on what happened last year with interest rates. And we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. But before he does, you know, there's a lot of things in this world that uh, we just don't get to control. But you can control if you know what it is, the amount of risk you have in your current portfolio. But you need to know what that number is. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 for your core retirement analysis, where we'll help you analyze your portfolio to determine the amount of risk you have and make sure that it really lines up with the amount of risk that you're comfortable with. Not too much, not enough. Either one is not good. Give us a call again, 863-382-0037. And we got that. We got Dave coming up next. Highlands Light FM. Lady Gaga is there. Morning Dave is here. And it's time to check in and see what's going on with your money. Sometimes, I said, sometimes, neither Philip Stadler and I can really figure out what's going through the minds of the futures trading when we get an economic report in. And I think it might be one of those times where we're both kind of scratching our noggins a little bit. Let's go down to the offices of Stadler Financial Services and see if Philip's got a hint yet. Good morning, sir. How are you today? All right, man. How are you doing today? Not bad. You and I were kind of saying, what the Sam Hill's going on? The Dow Futures, before the inflation figures came out, uh, were up by a, about 100-odd points. And uh, then we get some really good news this morning. Consumer price index last month actually decreased by a tenth of a percent, ended up bringing in our CPI number at 6.5% inflation, which is exactly what the market expected. Uh, the core CPI was exactly what the market expected. And uh, the core, uh, I mean, everything looks like, except for one pleasant surprise, the overall rate, and that was good news. I would have expected the market to go crazy, and they kind of turned downward, didn't they? Well, they did. And the only thing that I can, when I when I look at it, the only thing that really comes to mind is that it's it's kind of a split number, right? We we talk about the the inflation numbers look really good. They're heading in the right direction. They're coming down, uh, mm-hmm. which is good. But but the employment issue is still something that I think the traders are looking at and saying the Fed's not going to like that because. You know, they've got this target in their head of four and a half to five percent unemployment, and uh, the jobless claims aren't helping us in that area Abs- of, of the whole process. Absolutely. And that's the other half of the reports that came out this morning. Initial jobless claims, uh, lower than expected on continuing claims. And on the initial number of claims, first-time filers for unemployment, they expected 214,000 during the week, which would have been a pretty doggone good employment report to begin with in a vacuum. It went down to 205,000 from what we expected. So, I mean, okay, the employment market is still really, really high. And the problem is things like Jerome Powell have been talking about the unemployment rate being what they're actually looking to try to trigger upward now, almost more than inflation when I see the uh, the recaps of all the rubber chicken speeches from the Federal Reserve governors. 
Yeah, and, and then you add on top of that, the continuing claims also dropped, Dave. Um, you know, last month they were 1.7 million. This uh-huh. month they're down to 1.63 million. So um, that doesn't sound like a lot, but that that's a, a pretty big jump for that uh, to continue to fall instead of go the other way. And, and actually, this is one of those good news, bad news things. We aren't throwing a lot of people out of work. The continuing claims indicate that when people do get thrown out of work, they're not having the normal expected amount of problems finding another job. The employment market is in great shape. The economy is doing well, and inflation actually looks like it's abating just the tiniest little bit. Uh, this should be all real good news, unless, of course, you're trading stocks and you're wondering what the Federal Reserve is going to do in two weeks. Exactly. So th- I think that's the issue here. You know, the federal, the the inflation numbers look look better because they're mm-hmm. going the right direction. Um, and so you would look at that number and say, okay, the Fed should, you know, maybe not go up as much as we anticipated. But then you throw in the jobs number and you think, well, that's the exact opposite. That shows that we've got a good uh, jobs market right now, an employment situation. And so the Fed doesn't like that. So so I think that they they initially thought that was good. And then when they everything came together, they're they're more cautious now, I think, than what they were. And probably it's just that wavering as to what the consensus is. Yesterday morning we were talking about how some of the investors and analysts were saying maybe just maybe only a quarter point on February first, and that made everybody happy and it contributed to the fact that the Dow was up two hundred and sixty-nine points yesterday, the Standard and Poor's was up by over fifty, and the Nasdaq was up by hundred and eighty-nine yesterday. A good punch of that was the, uh, well, now it looks like it might have been a fantasy uh, that the Fed was going to actually go back as small as a quarter point as far as the interest rate increase in February. And that uh, looks like a little bit more remote possibility based upon the employment numbers from this morning. It, it does. And so we have to continue just to um, to watch those things, right? Because every little thing within our economy um, gets scrutinized by the traders. And, and so, you know, that's one of those things. And and I think it probably gets scrutinized by the Fed as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it's and when it implies something that could happen in two weeks, well, that gets us nervous. Talking about things that the Fed will be looking at, housing. We don't have a report out of the government, but we do have kind of the first blush in the earnings season run, and that's KB Homes reported at the end of last night. Do we have any good news in the housing industry? Unfortunately, Dave, not such uh, not such good news there. They missed. Um, their their earnings uh, both on top and bottom line uh, for this fourth quarter um, they they came in at two dollars and forty seven cents that was about forty cents almost forty cents less than what was expected um, revenue came in at one point nine four billion compared to the one point nine eight billion that was expected uh, and those sounds like little just little things but but it's an indication of what direction home building is going. And so I think that starts to weigh on them. So, so we got KB homes what was down as much as 3.4% and they are down uh, about the same right now, about 3.4%. Mm-hmm. 
or hold, hold, holding the losses as time goes on, and I'm expecting to probably see an awful lot more on my big loser list as things improve, as things continue through the day. We'll get a bigger picture starting tomorrow as we start getting a whole bunch of financial institutions, and we always say that the financial institutions, no, we aren't necessarily cheering for big bankers, but we are cheering for the notion that they're kind of a bellwether because everything from consumer credit card activity, how well people are paying their bills, savings activity, and the amount of money floating through that the financial industry really is kind of a nice canary in the coal mine to start out earnings season, isn't it? It, it is, you know, because it does have so many fingers and so many different industries. Um, so it, it is a good kind of uh, indicator, but it's only an indicator, right? So there are still going to be sectors that don't do as well or don't follow suit with how well or how bad the, the uh, financial institutions do. Understood. We'll start getting that first, at the very least, canary in a coal mine indication tomorrow morning when we talk. For the moment, we're reacting as much as anything to what the heck happened with the uh, with the employment and the inflation report this morning, and uh, looks like we're kind of herky jerkying around. Generally, a pretty good up day yesterday. Forty five minutes before we open this morning, Philip, what are we looking at so far? So right now, it's uh, it's been bouncing truly between red and green. Um, so it's not a big difference either way. Right now, we've got the Dow is actually up a little less than a tenth of a percent. The um, S&P 500 is flat, and the NASDAQ 100 is down about two-tenths of a percent. So so it's, it's a mixed bag right now this morning. Silver and gold, uh, silver making a nice bounce this morning, up 2.7%, back over $24 to $24.12 an ounce. And gold is trying to get over 1900 again, up a little over 1% to $1,898 an ounce. Of course, that black crude oil is going back up to 1.7% up, $78.76 a barrel. Dave, it's, it's heading to 80, buddy. Hey, I was going to say the trend is upward, too, because my delayed quotes are almost 50 cents lower than yours. So the trend is pretty evident this morning. Overseas markets, everybody was fractionally happy, let's say. Asian rim closed like at five-tenths of a percent up across the board at 6 a.m. European markets are up maybe half to three-quarters of a percent halfway through their day today. Keeping your, uh, keeping your retirement plans intact is... <laughs> Sorry, I had to cough. Keeping your retirement plans intact through your retirement is an important thought, and it gets even more important the closer you get to retirement. How do I find to get mine on track and stay there, Philip? Yeah, that's why we developed our core retirement design, and that starts with the core retirement analysis where we can analyze the amount of risk you have in your portfolio, help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863 382 0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And thank you for giving me a second to cough there for a second, too. We'll be back tomorrow morning with an update as to what actually did happen today and what's likely to affect your money tomorrow. And uh, talk the financial stocks as well. Philip, I'll see you then. All right, have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, remember, it's the core retirement design that will help you design that retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 and let us help you design that retirement. Hey, again, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning, same time, same place, 
Until then, have a great day.